Hey yo, we about to tear it up. Yo, break for break, break for break, get down. This right here is how we do it. Break it down. It's the Breaking Atoms podcast where we break things down to the very last compound. My name is Summit, aka the brown guy you love to hate. Chris is still away enjoying his anniversary, but we wanted to share with you part two of our exclusive interview with OC. In this episode, the DRTC member talks about musical ownership, working with Apathy, Jay-Z on Bonafide, Gabrielle, Chub Rock, Karis One, and who really did the scratches on Dangerous. There's also a bit about why my way is paying homage to MOP. And at the end of the episode, we go through OC's catalogue, picking one song from each album. Check it out. We have a, we have a few uh, additional questions. We're just going to mix and match before before we wrap up. I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you about ownership. Uh, I noticed that you've put your whole catalogue up on Bandcamp. Um, mm-hmm. Love Bandcamp. Um, artists get the money in two days, and people can pay more than what you've asked for. Um, with your earlier stuff, Payday, Wild Pitch. Do you own the masters to your music in order to sell it on Bandcamp? And if you do, how did you get them? Um. You know these labels don't tell you shit. You have to follow them and find out what's going on. I just found out recently that I, you know, I, I basically got the masters back to world life. And it's about to happen with Jewel's too. Congratulations. You know, oh, that's amazing. Congratulations. Yeah. Well, that's that's because of Pharaoh. Pharaoh um put it in my ear for some reason, man, when I moved down south. I got a call. Somebody sent me an email like, yo, um, uh, anonymous too. It's anonymous people running around like, listen, you own your masters again. This was the last day. This was the last, yeah. And I was just, I had to research it and send it to my lawyer. And um, I got the rights back to, to world life. So I think March is doing eternal affairs right now. It's out now. He's, he's, got, he's got it back. He's got it back. Right. He's put it, he's put it on his website. Big up in my big bro March because he's the one that put it in my ear. And then next thing you know, somebody gave me a call and was like, I'm an anonymous supporter. Um, you got your rights back to this. And I was like, what? Like, who the, who is this? Like the shit kept bouncing back the email. I couldn't get uh the actual footage uh feed on where it was coming from, but I'm glad they sent it to me. You know what I'm saying? But ownership, of course, is 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 um is good. It's a good thing. But we didn't get. We weren't. Let's be straight up. We weren't taught that much about ownership as far as when we was coming up. It was just about getting a budget. You know, they basically own your masters. You 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 know, if you don't do your research and your homework, you like what's that, and you keep it moving. Mm-hmm. But you know, we older now, a little bit smarter. Mm-hmm. A little bit more diligent about stuff like that, and I was selling my albums anyway. <laughs> you, did it, you did it your way, man. You did it your way. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah you know, they snatched World Life down uh, a few years ago. Yeah, I was and Jules anyway. And, yeah, and, Jules, and Jules. Yeah, Jules is not on um, streaming services, but I don't care because I mean I know I got the CD, but it's, oh, it's not, yeah, yeah, no. I, I was it's about to go back up and all that, but they definitely sent. Uh, cease and desist on my stuff. This is my music, but I made a boatload of money prior, you know, in the years prior, and I'm mm-hmm. about to make a boatload of money again from them. Dope, dope. No, I'm, I'm really, I'm really glad to hear that. I'm gonna be a bit of a, I'm gonna get a bit nosy. I heard mm-hmm. a rumor that mm-hmm. Born to Live, the organized confusion mix, was mm-hmm. the original Born to Live, and Buckwa's version was a remix. Yes. Um, is that true? Yes. You see? You see what I mean? You see? You see? Yeah. So I, mean, I told you, man. No, you did. You did. We I told you. About <laughs> what? Yeah. That's. Yeah. I, I think. I think the same thing happened with Keith Murray and the most beautifulest thing in the world. The remix was the original. Yep. yep. And then uh, the remix became the original to the public. Same with you. Right. What happened with that? Well, um, March March produced the original Born to Live. Farrell produced the, the original Born to Live and Buck remixed it. Yeah, Mm-mm. it's true. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm. But I, I, I think it's public knowledge, but people just uh, assume that that was the original record. 
you know. The, but has anyone bro. asked? Has anyone asked you that though? Like because I, I only, I only, I dig, I dig deep and I look for some. I want, I said to myself, I want to ask him stuff. Yeah. I know fans would want to know, and I want to learn something from this too because I'm a nerd, so I know most of the stuff. But what can mm-hmm. I take away today? And then I saw that room. I was like, oh snap! I didn't know. Um, I'm so a nerd I, too, so I, 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 I'm a stickler for shit like that. So, um. Yeah, March did that. I think one person asked me that in this whole 20 years. Thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, because nobody, some people don't, like I said, don't pay attention to, I pay attention when I buy albums. Read the line you know, I'm paying for what I, you know, I like paying, you know, I pay attention to what I'm buying. So mm, I look at everything, who engineered, who did the the sound, who did the, who's the assistant, who did the art. You know who's the A and R? Yep. You know all of that. Yeah, absolutely. On 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 the podcast, uh, I call Chris the. We have eight. We have AKA. So each episode with AKA, um, we cover a new one every every episode. Chris uh-huh. is the actual factual. He is the actual, actual factual. Fa- he is the actual factual. He's no that doubt. guy. He's the specifics. <laughs> yeah. I'm the general. Like I'm the right. generic. Like you know, generic. Right. He's a specific guy, and that's. That's kind of why it works in some ways. But he is, oh, see, he is the actual factual. I can confirm this. Right. But let me ask y'all a question. Where, where y'all actually at in the UK? So we're in London. I'm in London. Yeah, um, in London? I, I live in London. Um, Summit's originally, you know, he lived I'm in London, London too. But I've, I moved out. I'm, I went to the Burbs. I, went, okay. I, I moved out. So I got married. I just had a kid like three months ago. Congrats. Appreciate it. You, you might hear her screaming. She, she's, uh, she's like teething at the moment. Um, but no, I, I'm originally from London, lived in London for like a good, what, 30, 31 years of my life. Then right. moved out into a place called Kent, which is just the last, right. it's like closer. I'm more closer to France than like, right. than London at, the, at this point. <laughs> right. As for um, me though, I, um, I, I grew up quite, not far from Subterranean. Yeah. Okay. So I'm from that yep. part of town. That was yeah. the last time me and El performed together overseas. Yeah, and you know yeah. what's funny? It's one of my hip-hop regrets. We're going to do an episode on it one day. I never got to yeah. the show in Subterranean, but I've seen the video of you and El, and I'm like, oh, yeah. I wish I could have been yeah. here. And, and if I'm not mistaken, um, Old Dirty was supposed to be there that night. <laughs> oh, wow? And, and, yeah, <laughs> and he, you know how, if you ever heard stories about Dirty, Buddha Monk and his whole crew was there. Except the one that was supposed to beat it, and that was old Dirty Bass, the ODB. Wow. And I think Buddha Monk did Brooklyn Zoo that night. <laughs> no, but they let it go. They let it rock. Typical, typical. No, sub- we've, had, we've had stories. Yeah, Subterranea, especially people who are older than me, who are out at the time, always used to speak about Subterranea as one of those places where you'd have those classic hip hop moments. Um, right. We were just, we were just. I remember that, 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 that club in that area because. We were near the 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 beach, if I'm not mistaken. And okay. I remember seeing a, a a a Ferris wheel or something. So bright, like Brighton. It might have been Brighton then, because Brighton. Yeah. So Brighton, Brighton is on. Was one, right. Yeah, we did we did Brighton, or we stayed in Brighton, but Subterranean was actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah, mentioned yeah, you mentioned Brighton though. I think your guy, Mister Crum, who done who done the artwork for your new releases, he he lives down there. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, Crum. Oh, he's from there. He's from there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, love the dude. He's dope. Yeah, no, Chris, I love I love the stuff that he's done for the Sun series. I like the way the yeah. continue the continue. Sorry, the continuity. I think is real dope. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Crum is is crazy. More nerdy questions. I hear, or I read in an interview that Word Life was the original title for Illmatic. Um, until Nas changes mind and then you snatch the title for your project. Is this true? I don't. I never heard that before. Oh wow! But okay, it, it's it's good campfire talk though. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, I was on a, I was on a run. I had to, you know. The, don't uh, make up. Don't make up shit now, Chris, man. Actual <laughs> but, Don't make up. I mean, no, but it's, it's good to clarify because no, these no, are the no. things people talking about, like right. you know, and and it, arguing it about. Like it. It. It sounds like it, it, it would be or, or, or something like that because we, we came up under the same production company, Searchlight mm. like Music. Yeah, yeah. Mm, mm. I will never ask that question again. You go ahead, Sube. <laughs> it's all um, good. You mentioned L, and obviously you toured mm-hmm. Europe. Um, the group that you were going to have with L, did you have a name for it? I know you recorded the joint, but did you have a name for the group at that time? Or was it just more of a show it was just like... 
Nah, we, we didn't even get that far. We, um, I know Showbiz paid me and Elle a, a shitload of money to do the project. And um, I mean, the only song that came of it was Get Yours. Yes. And then, you know, he got murdered after that. But um, Show was excited because he didn't, nobody didn't believe in me when I, when I said, yo, me and Elle gonna do this record over. The seventh wonder, you know what I'm saying? And you know, it was a big park jam record, but for some reason I just felt like, yo, this is gonna it's gonna work. And everybody in the crew would not touch that shit when I brought the sample to them. They were like, nah. Even Mr. Walk, Mr. Walk is a hard ass from the beat minds. He's a hard ass, he speaks his mind. Evil D too, but Walk will make you cry, damn me. And um I brought it to I brought it to everybody in the crew. They was like, nah, get out of here, push me away. And then um I brought it to Walt and Walt did the same thing until I wrote him a check and was like, he was like, eh, I'll do it, but and I'm like, well, so you want me to rip the check up? And he was like, nah, 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 we can do it. We can make it happen, but I still don't like it. And I said, <laughs> okay, cool. What people don't know is. Cream ain't take credit for the scratches on it. Cream is doing the scratches on Dangerous. Oh, oh wow, wow. Okay. Yeah, not evil deeds, permit. So you know what? You know what? It's really struck me as I think Premier was he, he's integral to a few DITC. Pro, I, I remember um, Lord Finesse saying that uh, Funky Technician he might as well Premier was like the executive producer. That's yeah, Cream. His screen was all over BITC member. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm rolling yeah. with that. I'm rolling with that. Cream is a DITC member. Um, contrary to what everybody believes in the game, showbiz invented chopping and taught Cream how to chop. And I heard then that. in yeah. turn, everybody in the music business started chopping. Is that out. right? We said, um, we did say um, we did a 50th episode. Yeah. And it was a DITC tribute, and Summit clearly said, "One day we have to give Showbiz his flowers and do a whole episode for Showbiz." I think yeah. he, he's hundred percent. He's a special guy. Special. Hundred yeah. percent. But the pioneer of it is Jazzy J. Jazzy J is the early blueprint of chopping. He taught Show and Diamond how to manipulate music. So if you listen to, uh, for example. Grand Poobah, uh, Brand Nubians, Wake Up. You know, Jazzy J and Poobah put that together, but Jazzy J, it's Jazzy okay. J. You know what I'm saying? Dope. And, Dope. you know, they were all under uh, Jay's tutelage. You know what I'm saying? So that Cream show, uh, show taught Cream how to produce. So if you listen to the very first Gangstar album, you can hear the difference from the first album and then to the next album. Yeah. That's when... He, it was he totally different. Yeah, it was yeah. totally different. Um, one of my favorite remixes ever is Gabrielle, Give Me a Little More Time. And I never forget the day where I found the single. Still ain't got my plaque for that, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, um, I record scene. OC, Buckwild Remix, um, the Patrice mm -hmm. Russian sample was crazy. Just quickly, how did that come about? Was that through Mr. Dave? Because I know he was working over at London Records. Like, how do you end up with one of our biggest... Uh, black artists from the UK, like, talk to me about um, that. Quincy Jones III, or the, that was his son name? Yep, yes. QD3. QD3. Yep. QD3 was feeling my stuff. He, you know, he liked my, he dug my sound, and I guess he, he, was, he was digging on me, and we got a call. We got a call from QD3. He got in touch with Mr. Dave. QD3 was doing the, the, uh, working with Gabrielle, and that's how the whole thing came about. And um, I'm still I'm still shooting for my plaque, because you know, I'm in a new spot now, but I gotta get my plaque for that. We got a plaque. You know, Mr. Dave got a plaque, and I ain't even got a plaque. He might've took my shit. <laughs> I, got, I got the record here. I got the record here. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's a, it, was a, it, was a, it was a massive, it was a huge joint. And Gabrielle's yeah. a, a cherished person here. Yeah. Definitely in the UK. We we love her for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. But I <laughs> still need I need No, you plan. do know. No, you need <laughs> I, your plan. Yeah. I got one last question, then I'm I'm gonna have my fan moment and, and turn it over to Summit. So 
a couple of a couple of months ago, I saw your NPR tiny concert. Uh huh. And um, <laughs> my wife said to me when we were watching it, she's like, "Chris, that's what you're gonna be like in like five, ten years. Hoodie, hand in your pockets, glasses, just rocking side to side, real smooth, effortless." I love the performance, and it's made me think. Sky Zoo's recently done a, a jazz project where he rocked with a live band. It's called the mm -hmm. Note. Um, Cormega did Raw Forever with a live band. Mm -hmm. He did something with the Revelations. Have you ever considered doing a live album with a band? Because I think your music would translate perfectly to a live recording. Like, is this something we can make happen? Have you ever thought of it? Well, um, I did the Blue Note a few years ago. That's right. And um, that was the very first time I ever did anything with the band, but it was so natural and organic. You know, these are the same guys who um, were on NPR with me. I took them to, to NPR with me, but that was a toned down version of NPR. You know, they told me basically not too loud and, you know, so the translate come across and after watching that and watching other people's performances, you know, uh, shout out to my homegirl, Abby. I want to do that spot again. I need to do NPR again because I want to rock out. I've seen people get busy on there and not follow the instructions of what they told them <laughs> and got busy. You know what I'm saying? So I know what to do now. Um, it's a lot of money doing the, the live band thing to translate. You know, it's one thing performing it, but to translate and interpret my music into a whole live band thing is going to take a lot of time and money. Mm. And I, you know, besides y'all, you know, people who just want to see it, I don't think they understand that. Like, yeah, it takes a lot of practice. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a lot of respect for somebody like Black Thought, who's an instrument himself. When you listen to the roots and and how you know the fluidity of a Black Thought with the band, that's not easy to do. I tell people all the time, like, dude, dude ain't in, in no top five, ten, none of that for me. He's another whole instrument himself. Yeah, he's on our alien list. Yeah. Yeah, he's 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 even past alien when it I've seen it. You know what I'm saying? I've seen him perform. I've seen him call up random artists and know they they whole catalog front to back, like this dude is not normal. Mm. You know what I'm saying, and and um, you know it's just a it's a lot when you're dealing with a with a band, and that's why I say all that to say, you know, you have to be on point when you do that. Finesse is very good at that, you know, putting the band together and stuff like that. Him and Kane did it in in Japan, but it's not easy. You know who I like, um, and I got to see it. I heard his voice, and I love the fact that he was part of your show. Tay Bell, he's got a brilliant voice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's dope. And I love the fact that you had, you know, someone who was way younger in the sense that this is new talent. And again, I don't think DITC get enough credit for that. The way you guys yeah. went through David Bars, Tay Bell, rest in peace to Shane. Um, what's the other one? Uh, Majestic Gage, all these people. I, I just think it's dope that you guys carry yeah, the legacy. Nah, I mean, at the end of the day, um, I tell people all the time, man, y'all can say what you want, but DITC produced 70% of the hip hop music that everybody came up on in the 90s, whether people want to understand the, the original uh, interpretation of music and the remixes. Like my, my crew did most of that. DITC Immortals, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, like, and then, you know, if you look at, um, uh, you know, I don't know if you've got a glimpse into to the DITC studios, but the plaques is wrapped around the wall. For yeah, production. I, I saw, um, yeah, I've seen it on Instagram and it's like, I think, I think the reason why DITC is so special to me, because when you think of the summer parts, you guys all come together to form this big collective, but you're all right. successful and incredible on your own. And all of you in the crew, you either have hits or classics or hits right. or classics. Right, or both, yeah. Or right. both. It's crazy, you know, lad. I, I tell people, um, Diamond, I mean, and this is just one, but you know, Fuji's, they sold 40 million worldwide, something like that. 
some crazy, and he's got a track on there. 17 million worldwide in the beginning, you know. Yeah. Score the time did that, you know what I'm saying? He's a part of that. Um, Buck, the 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 trifecta, Biggie, Jay Z, and Nas. Buck worked with all three, and you know, continued to work with Nas up until last few years, up with Jay up until the last 15 years. You know, um, Big, of course, up until he he, he got murdered. You know, um, huh? yo, finesse, Dr. Dre. Fat Boy Slim, um, Biggie, the list goes on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, OG, Pun, you know, De La um, Soul. De La Soul. Um, yo, uh, 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 intro, Dave Hall, the producer. Like, yo, my, 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 my history is rich in, in hip hop and in, in R&B and DITC, and I'm a part of that. Mm. Key part of that too. Yep. Keep on that. Mr. Summit, do you have any more questions? Before, yeah, before we talk about uh, next for you, OC, uh, I have to be the resident uh, Hove stan because it has to be, it has to come up at every <laughs> single episode. <laughs> running joke. Chris hates it, right? But um, obviously the Hove was on Bonafide. Uh, bon Appetit, sorry, Bonafide. Mm-hmm. Um, he was supposed to be on Jules. Now, I was speaking to Chris about this and I wasn't sure. It's more of a clarification. Was he supposed to be on a, a different joint on Jules or the bonafide joint was the thing that was supposed to be on Jules and how did it work out? So was he supposed to be on another joint he didn't turn up and all, you got him for free on Bon Appetit because he didn't turn up to the, to the session for Jules? Nah, I got it for free because Jay is my man. Like people don't know me in this dual relationship. You know, he was at... Uh, is it that, did you guys have that, I swear you guys performed, is it Mad Wednesdays? Something like that? Ah, oh, man. Somebody just hit me up. A so-called uh, historian of Ain't No Jigger hit me last night, which right. I know is somebody from his camp. You know what I'm saying? About a picture somewhere, and I was like, and he said something to me, and I, I'm inclined to think that's Jay-Z himself, but... Who knows? That's the that, um, that's the, that's the said rumor that ain't no jigger is right. uh, actually ho- it's like a it's Hove himself. So right. So he he basically says something that nobody can know. Like I never told anybody per se that I didn't have to pay for his feature. And he brought he said that to me. This is last night. Wow. I kid you not. And I was like, well, tell Jay I said what up. <laughs> because I never told anybody that, you know, I got that verse for free. I mean, I got his his voice, his vocals for free. And he's the only one that would know that and the people in the room. Mm. So um, anyway, Jay was at five million almost, you know, just finishing yeah. the Hard Knock Life tour. And um, when I heard the record, when Buck gave me the sample, uh, the beat, I heard the record, you know, for some reason, automatically his voice came to mind. Not even the rhyme on it, you know, just for him to do the chorus. And I came up with the chorus, wrote it down, he did it. And he was like, that's it. And I was like, yeah, everybody in the room looked at me crazy because they know we had a relationship, but, you know, a friendship, but they was expecting me to put him on the song to rhyme and I was just like nah you know that's not my process and he was like you sure that's it and I was like yeah that's it you could go now (laughs) (laughs) you know we were super cool you know um and he laughed and he was like yo man man he was tired from touring you know what I'm saying and that was that but um that guy let me hear ready life after death before it came out too I never forget that shit he played me Life After Death mm. before it came out. Wow. We rode around and listened to that album. Wow. We, I mean, this is, this is new stuff. Yeah. This is like hip-hop, yeah, th- hip-hop yeah, history for me. Yeah. For us, this is like, so I, I used to say to, to, I used to go to New York a lot. And I used to say there were always two people that I'd always want to sit down with. Not to interview. I mean, mm-hmm. it's glad we do this now, but just to sit down. OC and Big Daddy Kane. Yeah. Because... It's more the things you can learn, right? right? The things you can learn, the things you can pick up, the, 
the gems, all of those things. It was always two. I've got right. one. I'll get the other. I'll get. I'll get Kane. But it's it's good that we're able to do this because, as I said off off uh, off air, before we start recording, I always used to think that Premier is the way I wanted to hear rap in terms of beats, and OC is right. the OC is the person I want to hear rap. That's for me. That's rap to me in my head. Hip hop is the bars and all that is OC. The beats is primo. So right. I'm I'm just glad that we got to this and. I guess we want to kind of talk more about what you've got coming up next. Um, mm-hmm. Have you recorded uh, Blood Moon? Because there was the, the you talk, I read about, you talked about a trilogy. Um, right. So w- me and Chris were like, it should be here by now, right? And, you know. COVID, so though. You- COVID. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. At this point, I don't think Blood Moon is a good premise to be putting out. Just personally for me. And you know what's going on, and, and yo, know, I haven't recorded up until last week in two years. You haven't recorded anything in two years. I haven't recorded anything in two years up until last week. But 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 you've had stuff. Wow, wow. So yo, the vaults, the vault, the vaults, the vaults. The vault game is heavy. Yeah, it's mad. It's yeah. mad. It's yo, mad. people don't realize, man. I got. 13, 14 albums. My catalog is crazy, man. Like, you know, not to toot my own horn, but people be, like I said, people do these trifectas and this one, that one, and this one. It's like, word, no doubt. You know, I could do verses with anybody. Don't matter to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, What bumped me out the game is I'm not a commercial artist, so people be like, nah, you couldn't. Whatever. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I haven't recorded up until last week. And, you know, I got a lot of stuff to talk about, but I just didn't want to talk about the cliche of what's going on. You know what I'm saying? I want to try to approach it in a different way. And, you know, my, my career to me, for me, is winding down as far as recording music anymore, as far as solo projects. So, you know, I want to be careful on the last couple of projects that I do. You know, I still have a... a, a Another pair of striker album to do with Apathy. Wow, can't wait for that. I love the first um, one. You know, I have to, and and it's just some things I want to get off my chest before I walk away from it altogether. You know what I'm saying? So this is the perfect storm, and I'm just like, I'm just looking for music right now. I'm looking for music. I'm looking for different sound. Um, I think I call people off guard. With same moon and, and new dawn. I don't think people was expecting that. I don't know what people was expecting. I think people was expecting me to sound dated. Who knows? But you know, I tell people all the time, man, some people are timeless and some people need to stop at some point. I mean, I have to stop at some point, but I'm choosing when I'ma stop. I think I think with the last two projects though, what caught I think what made it sound even fresher was the fact that you had some new blood in terms of production. So you had like Dark Keys, Guap Sullivan, and it was very DITC-ish to me, but updated. And that's why right. that's what I appreciated about it. And Motif Park, alumni. Yeah, he's 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 dope. And I think he's Parks a did a Parks did a great job with the with the um the mixing and it just sounded so clean, which was Yeah, good. yeah. Sonically, it's 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 mature pro it's mature. Music, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And, and you know, I, I get tired, sick and tired of the whole it's a young man's game. And it's like, yo, this music is still young. Like, I'm older than hip hop in the music business. I'm 49. Hip hop just turned 47. So what is, what we know anyway is this shit been on the streets longer than 47 years. It just yeah. been in the music business 47 yeah. years. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Good point. You know, so my thing is, I make music according to what's going on. I make music, I, I, I incorporate my life, my everyday life, and everyone else's if, that, if, if that's the case. And that's just what it is, man. I don't think it's a timeline on everybody. I just feel like it don't got nothing to do with confidence, being cocky or anything. I'm just one of those artists that was not never a gimmick. So I don't sound gimmicky when I make music. Agreed. And I don't sound like an old dude. <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not uh, but you don't, you don't, you don't. You know, no, I still you. got the same squeaky voice from 94, a little bit more mature. <laughs> but, you know, 
Yeah. We, Same we, guy. We did have a, we did do something, me and Chris, where we, we were looking at your discography. We, had to, we do this on the podcast, right? So we have football, soccer, we call it, and we sometimes do five-a-side teams. And we looked at your discography and we had to choose one song from each album to make mm-hmm. an album. Um, mm-hmm. That was good fun for us. Yeah, that's dope. I that, never thought about that. Now we, we I mean, you, listen, toot your own horn. If we want to go through it now, we go through it now. But we, we can go through it. Let's do it. Boy, on, I mean, you know, I'm just conscious. Of, I'm conscious of the time. But if we're rocking, it's all good. Um, all right. Word life. I'm going to be honest with you. I know time's up. Quintessential Mount Rushmore OC. But I am going with point of views. That's me. Okay. That's okay. me. And I love the fact that you had the, um, the sample that Black Moon and Jay used at the beginning. And then when the B comes in, gasses me every single time. That's me. Mm-hmm. Me is uh, mm-hmm. no, no, no main topic. I just, it's just the, the vibe, the energy, how you, yeah. how you, how you cross over it. That, that's, you'll see a lot of my stuff is very gritty. And it just mm-hmm. reminds me like it's, winter, like, it's the thing that I used to bump in the winter for runs. It's, it's the energy, right? It's everything about it. So right. no main topic for me from Word Life. Yo. Okay, Jules. What are we doing for Jules, Mr. Sumit? Oh, it's win the G. Okay, it's win the G. It's win, again. It's it's the vibe. It's the energy. It's the pace right. it, right? It's it's you, you, there's a certain. See, I'm not a rapper, but I can. I, I'll talk about it in these terms, right? There's a certain skill that is required to rap over a beat like that and maintain with bars and metaphors, and to do that with bumpy knuckles. Mm. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's, uh-huh. it's, it's everything. I'm gonna go with um, the title track. When he said, my moves in motion, smooth and rough as the ocean. Sometimes I slip away and I lose devotion. My judgment get cloudy. <laughs> <Judgment laughs> I love now it. I want to get rowdy or maybe. Terrorize yeah. like Saudi Arabia. <laughs> maybe you um, reflect my mood swing. Wow. Wifey telling me good things. Just the intonation, the way you. Listen, right, yeah, stop, man. Stop, Chris. Yeah, stop, man. Stop. Goosebumps. Right. Bon appetit. What you, were you rolling with? Come on, you know, what you ask for? All right, bona fide, yes, I know. What are you asking for? I'm going to go with... I'm gonna Can go I with pick some... one off of it? You, I, we, the thing is, we want, we want you to do the same. We want you to do the same. Soul, my soul to keep off of bona fide. I think, I think, yo, the, 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 the flow, the cadence, the rhythm, the wordplay, I think a lot of people bit that shit. Okay, I'm going to okay. go back and listen to it. That's interesting. Go back Let's and that. listen. Let's do that. All right, I'm gonna go with um. I think the last song, Psalm 23. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Psalm 23. Track. Psalm 23 for me, man. Okay. All right. Yeah. What's the next album after this? Um, Bon Appetit. Then we have uh, blah, 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 Star blah, Child. Blah, blah, blah. Star Child. Now Star Child is incredible. I'm sorry, and I have the CD. Yeah, I have it. <laughs> I have the CD. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with um. It's Come on, either, Chris. It's either story to tell, but I in terms of. What makes me feel good when I was dealing with a lot of personal issues, um, mm-hmm. you know, like some serious dark times, special, special, okay. special was important to me. Because really I'm glad did. you got through it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm all right now. I'm all right now. But um, yeah, during that time, special really lifted my spirits. Love that one. Once again. Great shot. Great shot. Once again. Once Absolutely. Once See, again. This is, this is all stuff that I perform too. Okay. Easy. Like some of the records y'all naming, I perform like I just started performing no main topic in the past ten years. Wow, wow, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, talking about performances, <laughs> I was in front row last time you came to London, and you came out <laughs> as a surprise. There's footage of me. <laughs> no, because you know I'm nosy in it. So when they told me there was a special guest, right? And I saw your Instagram talking about you're on the red eye. So I remember tapping my wife. I'm like, yo, OC gonna be there tonight. You messaged oh, me that night. Show. Yeah, I was there front row. You messaged me that night. Wow. I remember. Yes. I remember. You and messaged I, me that night. When I saw you come out, this footage is a photo of me. I'll send it to you with me, like, just in awe. Like, I got to see you, Farrell Monch, and Jay Rue. Jay Rue. Yeah. For like 20, 25 pounds. Like, yeah. That was incredible. I got to see you do Crooklyn Dodgers as well. Come on, man. Come on. Prince, Paul was supposed to be there. He missed his, he missed the polite. Yeah, I heard, I heard. Cause yeah, my, my wife and Prince yeah. Paul have, they, they talk um, sometimes. Um, so we were supposed to be doing a tour together and then the COVID hit. Right. This is like, this was supposed to be a, a whole run, but COVID came about. Crazy, crazy. Mr. Summit, Smoke and Mirrors, what are you picking? Oh, it's gotta be my way. It's, it's OC all day, right? It does everything <sighs> his way. Come yeah. on, man. I, I, was gonna on pick that, man. I was going to pick that one. Which one? My way. My way. My way. 
You know what? You know why I like that that the production on that so much? Because MOP murdered that shit. Welcome to Brownsville. Yeah. De- definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. That all they murdered. And I, I just wanted to do my interpretation. So that's why I named it my way. Oh. All, all jokes aside. Okay. I think MOP murdered. Murdered that record. And I but just I, said, yo, I just love that sample from them. I still, I still, but you know what? When I when I listen to both versions, I think there's just something different about both versions where you can enjoy both. And it is. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's definitely, it's the same sample, but the energies are different. Yeah. But the way uh, Slap and, and Bill put uh, songs together, them dudes is genius. That's a whole nother story. Yeah. Yeah. But they geniuses when it comes to the back and forth and how they, you know, I, put their stuff together. I hear they used to record. I don't know if they still do, but they record. They and they'll leave a they'll leave a gap, and then the other one will come in and know what to say in the gap, like without even speaking. They it's do mad. that. Yeah, they do that for the outlet. Well, let me say this: they they put two mics in the room sometimes together. If I'm not mistaken, I think they used to do that together. So. Right. Early on, but um, yeah, that that record is called My Way because of MOP. Now MOP know why. Okay, dope. Wow, that's dope. With, I love that the, record. I love that one. I listened to it today actually. Um, from from Smoke and Mirrors, I'm gonna go with because I'm a I'm an emotional dude, so I'm gonna go with Emotions. Yeah, okay. that's my favorite record off that album. Beautiful song. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people ask me, did I have cancer? I was like, wow, well, huh? <laughs> I was like, yo, uh, you ain't listen to the record, yeah, man. They, like, they, they didn't, they didn't listen. Um, People don't listen nowadays. What came after Smoke and Mirrors? Was it trophies? Uh, mm. uh Smoke and Mirrors. I don't even remember. 2005. Oasis. Trophies. Was Oasis. Oasis was 2008. Yeah, it was Oasis next, I think. 2008 or 2009. It was definitely before Trophies. Trophies is 2011. Yeah, it was before Trophies. So, so, yeah. so Oasis. Oasis. Okay. The title track. I'm going with that one too. Stats yeah, I'll, 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 I'll go with that too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Contagious. I mean, no. Um, AG Solo is my favorite. God's Gift. Beautiful. God's Gift. Oh. E Blaze did that, right? Yeah. And, and. I remember hearing that record and I, I was like, damn, I'm, I wouldn't even hop on that. Like he, he completed that whole record. You know, he, he made the record complete himself. He didn't need me on that. Dope. Yeah, I, 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 um, I heard that it was a similar thing with Contagious. He heard you and thought, nah, yo, this. And he, heard, he felt the same thing. He was like, nah, I'm not touching, <laughs> not getting on that. And I said, I, he did God's gift first. That's okay. what made me do Contagious. Okay. They was like, you got to do a solo record. And, mm. um, like I said, Contagious is scary because it's what's going on right now. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Um, trophies. trophies. This, oh man, mm. this, album, this album means a lot to me. I'm going to go with, I'm going to be honest with you, um, oh, when I heard Prove Me Wrong, and when I heard that first verse, I was just like, nah, this, this, this is a marriage. <laughs> but I'm going to go with We The People. Same. Woo! Just the, the that's the we the people is it that's it yeah. I mean like yeah. first forty eight is dope but and there's so many dope tracks but we the people just touches me in a different way and it yeah just, like everything we're going through everything we have gone through continue like we the people it just it's an anthem man like mm. uh, yeah, mm-hmm. no, definitely um I'm so gonna go can... with hold on I gotta add on to that I'm gonna go with signs though okay okay why why signs what what what's, what what's your connection to that song other than you wrote it obviously. <laughs> because it's it's everything that's going on as well. Um, yo, we got a lot of topics and subjects that's that's happening right now. Um, the whole Jeffrey Epstein thing, I, I touched on that. You know, the pedophilia and all this crazy shit that's been happening for for a long time. But um, you know, secret sex in effect initiated by sex. If you listen to signs and what I'm talking about, you you gonna say, mm. "Wow!" Like he he spoke this shit. I didn't speak it up. It's been happening. Yeah, but, you know it, was, it hasn't been touched on for a while. It was interesting to hear you on that beat because Apollo had it on his beat tape, Clouds. Right. 
And then when I, I heard think he had a couple of things on his BT. Yeah, yeah he um, Guilty Simpson jumped on one for Never Ending Story. Um, and there's another track from Trophies that I can't remember, but it was it's always good to hear how artists interpret the instrumentals. I always, always find it interesting. Exactly. I mean, it's just the way we, we spoke about MOP. I, I interpreted uh, the, the joint that they did on my way the same way. I love what they did on that album. I wasn't trying to outdo them. I was just interpreting it the way I felt mm. because I just always loved that sample and I just think they bodied that sample. Agreed. Um, after Trophies, I'm going off the top of my head. I think it was what? Race Cafe? Yeah. It so, was? Yeah. Race Cafe, I'm going with the title joint because it's like ding ding ding. It just makes me feel like yeah, summertime. Yeah. We've we've had some sun out this week, so Race Cafe. We have, me. we have. Yeah, yeah, I got some sun. Well, I'm down south, so the sun is out. Oh, nice. Yeah. You move down south. Um, Race Cafe. I'm gonna go with Why Am I? Okay. I'm gonna go after hours. All right. So we've got that, that project. I was. A little afraid because I didn't know if people would understand it. Right. But it turned out to be something that people love. And I, same thing with Star Child. I, yo, I, I hated Star Child. I had to get used. To, I had to warm up to Star Child. It took me a few years. And um, Ray's Cafe wasn't the same way, but it was different. I think the and timing the way, was good, though. Yeah, the timing was good, but the way. Um, Ray was approaching the project, made me feel comfortable to do it. And yo, we was, I would do a half a verse and he'd be like, that's the song. And I'm like, okay, next song. And, and yo, it, it turned out to be dope. No, so it's, I, think, I think the reason why I say the timing was good is because that whole stripped down sound, um, very minimal. Then, you know, you had Rock Marcy come out with Marsberg roughly the yep. same time. And you know, that whole, that whole um, tree that's Hold coming up. from that. Yeah. Well, you see, you know, Ray helped. That's Marcy right. That's right. Early that's right. on. Yeah. That's so, right. This is what people don't understand. Like, so if you listen to, I know I got a lot of people saying in the, uh, uh, after a while, they were saying, um, yeah, that the race cafe remind me of the rock Marciano, early Marciano stuff. And I was like, it probably would because Ray was involved with him. Mm, agreed. Yeah. Next up, dive in. Um, I'm going to go with the title track um, just because it's you. It's the opening song, but I, I'm a big Cellar Dwellers fan. So let's get deep, deep into the text. Grabs me every single time. Every time. Yo, I don't even know that record. Like, I got to go back and memorize that album, that EP. <laughs> it's, no, it's, 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 serious. It's, it's serious. It's serious business. I'll go with that. Yeah. I'll, I'll go with that. Chris. I wrote the record and, you know, I recorded it. And, you know, I, I listened to I knew the record front to back, but I haven't listened to it in a few years. So I got to sit back down and listen to it again. <laughs> <laughs> Which one you picking, Summit? The same, same, same. Okay. Title, title. Um, next one is Same Moon, Same, same Sun. I'm mm -hmm. going to go with Real Life Part 1 and 2, just because of the way that the way the okay. beat switched up and yep. the story. Um, I know the, the details around El's murder is still very tragic, but just how you painted that picture, how you were mm -hmm. waiting for him, you know, talking about listening to Capone and Noriega's war report. Yeah, you, just, yeah, that was dumb. you filled in a lot of gray areas. Right. And I, I really, I really, really appreciate it. And it was the first time, apart from the tribute song in DITC, where I thought you went into depth from your, pers well, it your was, personal experience. It was something, you know, it's, 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 you got to do with the streets, so... We was, it was a sensitive subject. Now that I've seen people put things out, you know, um, documentary, the NFL documentary, you know, of, about the guys from Els Block in Harlem, you know, so I knew about all of that prior to me doing that record. Mm -hmm. But I just interpreted it, you know, the way I was waiting for him that night, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And he didn't show up and I got a, I got a little mad and, and broke out, you know, and by the time um, I got home, you know what I'm saying, that's when my wife told me what was going on. But um, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with My City for that okay. album. Okay. There's a few things on that album. but I've gone for Serious. 
I think um, Sirius, the paradigm is shifting. Keep in mind, every single person around the globe is a witness, reptilians, shapeshifters, MFs think I'm crazy. My listeners are the ones who's woke and open-minded to hand me out without leaving a room for doubt. I, people don't, pe I, I told people this on Sway Show one day, and I got a lot of flack for it. People believe in God, but they don't believe when vampires and werewolves exist. Right. No, I feel you. I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah with People you. believe in God, but they don't believe vampires and werewolves exist. It's going on right now. All the vampires and the werewolves, the Jeffrey Epstein, the, the Glide, whatever her name is, his partner. Right. Um, you know, just the demonic shit that's going on, man. Like, it's, it's yo. Do y'all remember when it was a, a, a time to look at women in magazines was a big deal or, or you know, now this shit is normal. It's, everything is so normal, it's not normal. To see naked women to me yeah. don't mean shit at this point. Like, you know, it's just, it's too many things going on, man. It's just so many things going on. And I'm like, that's not by accident. You know, women you. showing their titties and ass, and it's like, yo, we 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 have we have this discussion earlier, just off topic about um, wearing us down. There's a, there's something new every day, like killing. It's, it's everything, everything, something new every day, and designed to kind of wear us down to get us this fatigue. Yo, the so internet, the internet can help you or harm you. I see so many. Things that I'm guilty of that I had to stop paying attention to on the internet because I'm guilty of it too. Yeah. To see somebody get murdered, to see something happen to a child, to see something happen to a woman, to see an old person get punched in the face and robbed, that's not normal behavior. None of that shit is normal to me. So you know, like I said, for us to see something in the 90s of a female showing a little skin was a big deal. Besides, if you had porn or something. Right, right. You know right. what I'm saying? Or smut in your crib. It wasn't a big issue. But today, it's normality. It's, it's, and that's not normal. That's not normal behavior for me. Like, to see an old person in their 80s and 90s get punched in the face by a young person, that's not normal behavior. To for a guy to shoot himself through his cheek is not normal behavior. Yeah. Something's going on. I told the, the pole shifted. And people like, what the hell does that mean? I'm like, the pole shifted. That means frequencies, everything we deal with that's invisible to your eye is off. Yeah. It's off. Yeah, no, you're, you're not wrong. You're not yeah. wrong. I'm with you're you. And we you know, so not to get deep, let's keep going. No, but, no, I mean, no, but, we, no, but we, we should because, you know, we look at, there's a thing happening at the moment. There's one of the questions I had, but I, I didn't know if it was flowing right with the, with, the, with the flow of the interview. Constables were talking about people getting pulled over. There's a big debate at the moment in the UK about stop and search laws. So yeah. black people, and it's always happened, but it's, become, it's, it's becoming a massive national debate that... Right. We're getting, we're getting politicians who are black getting stopped in a vehicle because they have tinted windows, right? Yeah. And that's being filmed and, and they, you know, they're making all these excuses. And it made me think about, I was saying to Chris earlier, about, it makes me think about constables. And there are things that we're going through, we continue to go through, and it's getting heightened and heightened. And again, wearing us down, it's, it's a new thing. All this COVID, like, I mean, I'm going to go now. We've got the worst kind of death rate of COVID cases in the world, right? You can right. Right now, they're distracting us with migrants coming in who are fleeing persecution in boats. And you've got TV stations, national TV stations, filming these people on dingy boats coming into the UK, trying to get interviewed with them. These people are afraid right. for their lives, but all of a sudden, no one's talking about the death rate of COVID and the mishaps with PPE or anything like that. Now it's about the migrants who are trying to come over who make up 0.18% of the population. And they're the right. people that are the problem now. And now all of a sudden, our, our minds have been distracted from, from what the real problem is and what's going on, where right. the, the, the government here have a, overturned a bill to uh, safeguard the NHS, our National Health Service, to keep it yeah. free. Now, 
while all this stuff has been going on, yo, they can sell it to private, to private companies. They can privatize our national health service and no one ain't talking about it. Listen, man, your government and my government are one government. <laughs> they all the same cats. It's, it's, it's one circle. You know, we just live on, y'all across, what we say, across the pond, that's it. But we all in the same stewardship. Mm. Because your government and my government, prime ministers, presidents, all that, it's the same thing. Yeah. They all doing the same thing and they all in cahoots together. This is just what it is. Yeah. You know, um, I have certain feelings about things like voting and stuff like that that I'm not going to get into. But at the end of the day, man, they need us. Huh? They need us. Huh? Whether it's health in a helpful way or in a harmful way. You know what I'm saying? They need us. But we have to realize and understand what's going on. You know what I mean? That um, we can't let we can't let the government just you know basically tell us what to do. Like, it, it, I mean, it's deeper than that. But yeah, yeah, I don't trust no government. I'm not taking no vaccine. I'm not doing none of that shit. It took what four four years for a month's vaccine, and that was too that was too fast back in the day. And they talking about. Out here in the states, they might have a vaccine in the next few. It's like what? No, it's cr- nah. the, the process for uh, clinical trials and vaccines and how they do it is a it's a it's an arduous task. And you know, on the vaccine stuff, there's no guarantee that you'll be immune for a certain period of time. So we just don't know. It's 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 crazy. Exactly, it's crazy moment. And they're gonna, exactly. they're gonna we can't let them just test out black people either because we know how that went. Exactly. Yeah, we can't yeah. let this be Tuskegee and all that other shit anymore, man. Yep. Mm-hmm. People yeah. of color, like we strong, yo, we have some strong lineage, man. Like at the end of the day, like for all the shit we've been through, you know what I mean? And we still, that's why I said they can't get rid of us. Mm-hmm. You know, they can't get rid of us. I, you know, for, for some of the things that a lot of the uh, the young black kids is doing over here, like, yo, Chicago is wild right now. New York and Chicago is Yo, it's crazy. Right. Mm. It's crazy. Yo, understand when I say it's crazy. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Like dudes is getting murdered every few seconds, and it's like, yo, y'all not y'all murdering each other though. Like, what kind of sense? Like, I, it's just so much. But like I said, man, things done shifted. Poles done shifted. Frequencies done got. Uh, uh, unbalanced. It's just so many things that's going on, man. I'm like, yo, this is not normal, man. Like, you know, it's an un, uh, uh, unseen force that's at work right now. I'm not, you call it the devil, demons, ghouls, monsters, whatever. But something is taking place because nobody knows what this COVID thing is. That shit could be some alien things. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? Like, it could be, we don't know. We just don't know. So no, we could chalk it up to anything. Mm. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know. I mean, based on this discussion that we've just gone into, yeah, I can I can definitely say we probably need some kind of restructuring going on. Um, and you think? yeah, and that's what Perestroika. <laughs> that's what you guys were touching on on that album. So yeah. I restructuring. Yeah. So yeah. if we if we just quickly shift back to the music side of things, into mm-hmm. what we were talking about and songs from albums, I think I'm gonna go with the title track. Okay. And I'm going to tell you, oh, that's one of my favorite all-time verses from you, just because you touched on so many different things. You know, the um, feel a chill down my spinal cord, reading the final call. I'm just like, you took Still me back. Still be extinct like the dinosaurs. Yeah, you took me to that part where I was like, as a kid going to the market with my grandma and seeing, you know, guys selling the final call and just the way you touched on, you know, big pharma, technology, um, mm-hmm. the human spirit, you just... Painted pictures, different shades and colors. So that's my the title track. Right. Nothing. Well, real quick, apathy. He don't like me saying this, but App brought the idea to me, so it made my job easier. But um, I was like, damn, App. Like I didn't know App in the right. beginning. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know him personally. I knew of him. I knew who he was. But he stepped to me as a friend. And I was like, 
like, get out of here with that shit. He had the cassette, all that stuff. And I was like, yo, you know, we 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 got a relationship together after that. You know, he he suggested he do a project for me. I was like, no. And then he suggested we do a project together. And I was like, me and your voice together, how would that sound? You know, you talking about a whole project, not a song. And yo, I went up to Connecticut and that shit was a marriage. Like when I got in the studio with him, everything he put on the table, I was like, yeah. He was like, damn, oh, you don't like, you ain't disliking anything. I'm like, yo, it's refreshing. Like mm. for me to sit in front of somebody and produce me. Mm. I haven't been produced in a long time. And he yeah. was like, produce you? Like you bugging. I was like, nah, like you laughing at me, but I'm telling you the truth. Like I'm following your God on this album. And he put together that whole project, man. Um, the uh, Soviet Official is probably one of my favorite records, but um, the record Tomorrow Is Gone is crazy, it was slain. Yeah. That's my favorite record. Yeah, I'm gonna be pulling that one up tonight. I'm going for What's It All About. That's a good one. I mean, bro, there's no bad songs on the album, man. It's a good, it's a, it's a good project. 12 out of yeah, 12, I know. It's 12 out Yo, of 12. I'm seasoned at this now. <laughs> <laughs> um, the last one. A new mm-hmm. um, and the reason I'm I got two for this. I'm gonna chill on the cheat. So I love vibe because I just love hearing you on soulful stuff, and I just love hearing you big up DITC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna go with the title track, A New Dawn. Someone who grew up in church with the singing, at the, right. the sweet by and by. Um, that's a song that my granddad used to sing after he he became a you know a, a Christian, and that's a song. Better days are coming, and the sweet by and by. And it just takes me back right. to that. And it just, it, it, no. I, feel, I feel a mix of sadness and joy when I listen to that song. Just, you know, because the memories is something that I don't think I've truly, truly dealt with. Um, right. But just to hear how like, my favorite MC can connect that memory and not even know who I am. It just, I just love that song. Nah, I think we all connected. I, I know we all connected. Like I said, man, um, people, artists don't understand why people connect with them. I do at this point is because we all human beings first, right? So we all go through death, life, uh, having kids, getting married. Um, you know, when you were young, having a few girlfriends at one time or, um, you know, getting your first check on your own and feeling proud of that. Like, I think people relate to a lot of artists because they're just downright relatable. Like, like I said, I could walk to the store. I get this all the time in stores and people look and double look and yo, you look familiar. And I just say, yeah, I, I heard that before. And you know, I walk away and laugh and, and you know, we'll run into each other in another hour. And I'll be like, what's up, man? I'm going to see you. They be like, I knew that was, I was <laughs> like, yeah, but you could have said that in the beginning. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I know, People recognize me, but so what? You know, I'm I'm a human being just like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I think artists don't understand about themselves. Like we all have the same mirror of a life. We have to do certain things to maintain. We have to take care of our families, you know, and things of that nature. And you know, have fun with your wife. Have fun with your you know, be respectful of your elders, you know, things that we were taught growing up. And it's 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 not lost on our, on this generation, I won't say that, but I think we have to show them more what they what they haven't learned yet. Cause they just think you you 20, then you 30, you're old, and then you're 40, you die. It's like where y'all get that from? Right. Mm-hmm. Where the hell y'all get that? Like you're 20, you're supposed to live life, you know, uh, damn near kill yourself getting drunk and high, and then 30, you settle down, and then 40, you die. Like, where y'all get that from? It's the speed of life. It's moving so fast. So, you know, by the time it's in some companies, when you hit 25, 30, you're considered old. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's the speed of life. I agree with none of that. Yeah. I'm going to go with Vibe too. Vibe was the one I had for when you don't. Vibe is crazy. That's great. Vibe is crazy. I'm going to go with um, the source. Cause Sauce was supposed to be on that record, but I didn't get him to, uh, I didn't get to him in time for him to be on that record. 
Okay. So that's why I did the sauce. It, it's it's actually spelled like sauce money. S A U C E. Okay. Yeah, right. So that's is that why yeah. it was is that why it was shortened as an interlude because that was your yeah verse? yeah okay so, yeah. So, go so, back so. and listen to the record like that's why I faded it out because it was like damn I ain't get sauce on this 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 joint like and he was, I was supposed to get sauce on that record oh, that would been that would have been hard that would yeah. have been sauce hard. money is incredible incredible hundred hundred percent wow. Man, um, that's that's been um. You got anything else to add? I, I'm just gonna say, I'm I'm done. My fan moment is is I'm 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 done. We're over. No, no I want to I, I want to be cheeky. I want to be cheeky and add uh, no hook no hook theory uh, as a bonus, just just to be cheeky. Exercise. No hook theory. No hook oh. theory. Exercise. I want to add that as a bonus, just to be cheeky. Yo, that was for. Was that for Bon Appetit? Yeah, that was for the Bon Appetit album. Wow. And it's a lot of stuff that didn't make Bon Appetit. Since That's we're talking since we're talking bonuses, I'm gonna throw one on there. What I represent, on. um, America is dying slowly soundtrack, OC Buckwild. Oh, love and what? affection. Yeah, we're doing yeah. bonuses, man. Well, well uh, I'm now I'm gonna talk and look, I was listening to this uh when I was um, obviously when we you know Men versus Many. Oh wow. Lord have mercy. Lord wow. have mercy. Listen, my yeah. Geronimo does not like, yo, this is the thing of, look, I'm a good fan again, right? This is what you have mm -hmm. to understand, OC, right? You have done it with the best. And in like, like even like the joint on Awakening with KRS and Finesse, mm -hmm. Lord have mercy. What? Yeah. Like, come on, man. Like, yeah. That was the worst <laughs> feeling going on first on that record because I knew. KRS came in and out and did his verse, man. Like, damn you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, he came in, did his verse, you know, yeah, 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 that's the death, and was he was gone. Like, I had to go first. I'm like, damn, that's why. I had to, but, you know, it was Finesse's record, so that's the way he wanted it set up. But it turned out to be a great thing. Absolutely. You know, me Agreed. being on, on, a, on a record with one of my heroes. And, um, Agreed. It happened with Chubb Rock 2 on Crooklyn, man. Chubb okay. came in and did it. Them dudes from that era is some other guys. Like, they some other motherfuckers. Like, me and J-Rule looked at each other, and we was like, yo, we gonna come back tomorrow. Oh! Chubb Rock doesn't get the credit for having no. one of the best voices and delivery. Best voices and lyricists. Yeah, yeah he's, a, he's, he's, in, he's incredible. And he's he is Jamaican, incredible. Yeah. And he's Jamaican, so that's extra points. Yeah, his patois, he does all of that. Like, yeah. you know, he's he's incredible. He's Luke. a genius. Like I said, Luke. he came in, cried, kids, you want the cocaine, and left. And we was like, yo, what just happened? Blue collar turned to bourgeois. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Blue, Laughed and we, I was like, "Yo, so what are we gonna do?" He's like, "Ah, oh, let's come back tomorrow." Preem was like, "Come on, man, y'all gotta finish this record." And we like, "All right," and the pressure was on. Chubb came in, did it, laughed with us, slapped hands, and left. And we was like, "What the hell, yo? How do I process this?" Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yo, man. Yeah, but KRS scared me more though. Really, I can, I can imagine. Yeah, I, can, I can imagine. I can imagine too. Like we did a show with him uh, out here, and yeah, I can see that he's a he has a presence. Um, yeah, nah, he's a mystique that he's a his energy, his spirit is something different. Chuck D said the same thing to me one time. He said that KRS when he walks into the room, the energy can just change. Like yeah, that. like just like that. He has, he's not asking for attention. He it's just. Just Everything gravitates towards him. His energy, he pulls it. Like he can pull it, he can repel it. He he's just some other kind of person, like human being. Like his spirit is is crazy. And like I said, excuse me, when I did my verse, it was like, damn, like what is he gonna? Do? I already know he's gonna do something, you know, difficult to follow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I heard it and I was like, yo, Ness, I want to change my verse. And Ness was like, nah, man. Like, <laughs> I, hate, I, I, I hate when producers do that. I hate it. Yeah. That's like, it. nah, man, the verse is perfect. And I'm like, yo, you're with Chris Day? And he was like, yeah, this is exactly how I envisioned it. I'm like, 
I was, I was, I was like, damn, man, he bodied us on this record. No. I, just, I, 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 I would not characterize that in that, in that way, me personally, but then, you know, everyone, everyone's, it's, it's all different. I wouldn't, I would say that it was an equal powering. If not, you were, you bested him. If I, in my opinion, I think. Contra contrast well, of styles. It's a contrast yeah. of styles. And that's what makes it's the like best styles, It's like, it's like fighters. Like some yeah. fighters, I don't want to see fight each other. Mm. It's not going to, it's going to be a, a ch too much of a chess match. Mm. And, um, you know, and I learned something from Chris. He came in last on purpose, now that I think about it. You know, not to be, because that's what artists do. We in competition with each other. But, come on, man, this KRS one, man. Like, it was just like, wow. But anyway. Yeah. No, um, I just want to say thank you. Normally, Summit wraps up the show, but um, I just want to say thank you for your time. Um, we want to celebrate you, give you your flowers. One of the greatest MCs of all time. Uh, our, your music continues to grow with us throughout the years. I'm going to listen. I've listened to Word Life today. I'm going to listen to Jules after this. Um, mm -hmm. Just want to say, you know, thank you. And if your career does wind down in the next few years, you've given us more than enough. Um, yeah. well, you know, I, I live my life to your music, man. And that's mm -hmm. all I can. That's all I can say, man. Like, oh, you oh, said, oh. if it does, Chris, it, it, it will. <laughs> it's just part of life. It's part yeah. of life. But I'm not um, going to be. I'm not going to be one of those guys, you know, that will come back. You know, I'm a big wrestling fan. So oftentimes you see Steve Steve Austin is like one more match, one more match, and I'm like, no, nah, yeah. he's, he's made his contributions, man. In, yeah, enjoy life, yeah. enjoy what you've got, enjoy what yeah. you've got. It's the legacy. When I walk legacy, away, right? I'm gonna walk away, man. Like, but you know, I'm gonna walk away from recording. I mean, the 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 uh, performing part I can do as long as I can do it. Mm -hmm. But I have enough at this point to perform. I don't have to make a record again. Yeah, honestly. True. But I just enjoy music, and I yeah. will. But I appreciate it, man. You know, we we and we appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. There you have it. Over two hours with one of the greatest to ever do it. Don't forget, you can follow us on social at Break the Atoms. If you're new to the show, you can find us on every podcast platform. Just search Breaking Atoms. Over the next few weeks, we'll have interviews with the likes of Marco Polo and Mike Geronimo. So until then, peace.